All right, so it's Adam and Yvonne with Brenna in three, two, one. Well, hi, Brenna. How are you? I'm doing great. Thanks for joining us today. We're here with Adam Lopez. Very happy to have you. Great to meet you, Adam. And so, guys, we've got Brenna Hampton. She is the managing partner of the um, Hannah Brophy's San Diego office. That's right. That's a mouthful. Yeah. I don't know why I have a, so that's a really focused part. So you part. traveled a long way to be here. Oh, all of 20 minutes. It was brutal. <laughs> You know, so I, I, the name is all, all everywhere. Sponsoring this, sponsoring that, right? Now. And Brophy, yeah. And Brophy, right? Uh, and Yvonne speaks very highly of you, of course. Uh, you know what the value you bring to the table. But I see that you're a presenter this year. Not only that, but a platinum sponsor, right? Yeah. So first of all, the question we ask everybody: Is this your first time here to this conference, or have you been here before? No, actually, we have been uh, supportive of Elevate from the very first time they had an Elevate. So for like so eight, nine years. Yeah. The beginning. Wow. Okay. So then of all the guests we've had, Yvonne, she could probably tell us I'm how much probably, it has, yeah. you know, developed and now even having a podcast, you know, stage. So what do you think about this? I mean, I think this is a coming of age for the conference. The fact that people like you are here taking an interest, it just shows the reach that it yeah. has within the industry. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm hoping you guys can take it even further because what Elevate does that is so unique from other conferences yeah. is it's a one day. Yeah. We're going to hit the high points. Yeah. We're going to do it effectively and efficiently. And they bring in some of the most incredible, energetic speakers from all throughout the industry. Wow. So I was going to say, tell us more. So you just said you've been um, supporting the conference since the beginning. So what have you seen over the years? What has the evolution of Elevate been like? You know, it's one of the conferences that really has endured through COVID. And I think the um, part of the magic of it is the networking that happens before the conference and also after the conference. Yeah. So many conferences wait until the conference itself to really get going. But I think Elevate is a year-round opportunity for everybody to meet and greet and connect and then reconnect. Um, what I've seen over the years is just the growth in size of the conference. It went from a very small kind of a local San Diego only event yeah. Yeah. to now it's really drawing people yeah. from all parts of the state and even other states. Yeah, well, I mean, I can say I've said this multiple times today. I have known about it for many years and I've wanted to come, but it's always been a conflict for me yeah. being, you know, right. that I'm based in Florida. So, but um, Dwayne Johnson, thank you, Dwayne. Thank you, Dwayne. Offered us something that we just couldn't refuse, right? Yeah. So he yeah. asked us if we could come on and do um, live podcasting. And so my um, regular co-host, Rafael Gonzalez, could not be here. Yes. He has another conference. Yet. Sorry, Rafael. Yeah. <laughs> you're really missing out so i immediately asked my friend adam here um if he could join so i'm so glad that yeah we did. It's, it's it's been great and one of the things is that we it's our first time here right and we immediately feel that it's just not a, just another conference it, it's the vibe the energy the synergy it's not just a business transaction it's like we're building relationships yeah. and we can feel it everywhere and everybody's been very kind to us to to the extent where we get a knock on the door and we get a box of welcome gift. Yeah. We're like, okay, this this is like another level, right? Yeah. They make you feel very appreciated. So that's that's the feel that we got from all the all the, the uh, our guests is that it, it's a synergy is different, the vibe is different. Uh, we're, we're we're building friendships, relationships. 
has that always been the case or have you seen that develop since you first started coming to this conference? So I think to some extent, that's always been my experience okay. at Elevate. Again, I think it's reach has extended, but now post COVID, we're, we're reopening the world and we're all trying to reconnect. Yeah. These conferences and Elevate is wonderful for this, but all of the conferences that are going on in the world right now become such an important place for us to share space, to get back out into the world, to share yeah. ideas, to yeah. talk about mental health. Yeah. to talk about DEI yeah, and yeah. some of these sort of, I don't want to say soft skills, but some of these other areas that as a litigator, I don't get to explore yeah. in my day-to-day -day job, you know, but here I get to yeah. do that and I get to reach out to other people who are equally interested. So share a little bit. What was your, your, your discussion today about? What was your session about? Uh, so our discussion today was on HR and workers' compensation crossover. Oh, so, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, a lot of risk there. Yeah. So from the, <laughs> from the executive and the risk management perspective, oh, man, yeah. trying to find that umbrella place yeah, yeah. where we can all stand under the umbrella together yeah, and yeah. discuss where the risk is yeah. and what are we doing to properly yeah. anticipate it, how are we really putting an effective uh, written policy yeah. so that we can get ahead of the issues when those disability incidents happen. And then on the workers' comp side, which is my background and expertise, I'm not yeah. an HR specialist, yeah, yeah. but from the workers' comp side, how do, like, for example, what happens when we get a work restriction from a medical doctor? It may not be someone whose condition is stabilized or reached permanent safety yeah. status, but the employer wow. needs to know about that wow. right away. Yeah. And I think there's a lot of folks on the comp side wow. who don't understand how important that coordination is. Here's the most important question, though. What was your walkout song? because <laughs> <laughs> because this year's 80s theme so we we chose uh Gloria Stefan conga so you know we tried to do a conga line but it was only one of and i so it didn't work out but but what what was what was your song i think we did beat it by michael jackson oh okay yeah beat beat it and it's workers conversation yeah beat him but they were afraid of getting injured they were all too old for this that's too funny that's too funny well tell us more about you know i have to say and um, I'm a fan girl of you. I'm a fan girl of Anna Brophy. Um, you know, JP's a good friend. Love him. Amazing. And um, but you guys really seem to um, you're like the cool kids. <laughs> like oh. everybody wants to like be associated yeah. with Anna, Anna Brophy. So what's that like? Like, is that intentional? Is that like the is that something that you guys have intentionally built as part of your culture? I want to know how you've been able to do that. Yeah. You know, I will say that I am the biggest nerd at heart. I'm a science fiction fantasy girl <laughs> to the bone, and I've never been cool in my entire life. So thank you for that. <laughs> That's hard to believe. No. Yeah. That That's like Yvonne telling me she's shy to do podcast. Really? No. That's that, 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 that's no, <laughs> it is cool, you know, when you see your name on the lanyard, or you have people come up to you and say, Hey, that was a great session, those moments are, are really special. Um, but I'd like to think that we've kind of risen to where we are just because we don't necessarily think we're special, we just try really hard to deliver excellent service to our clients, and I think that, um, we also have a focus on education. So, Warren Hanna, who's one of our founding partners, wrote the first treatise on workers' compensation. And when you stand on the shoulders of somebody like that, I think that's a, a heavy legacy yeah. to bear the weight of. Wow. So, well, and that's kind of what I'm talking about. When I say, like, you guys are the cool kids, like, I've seen you guys do this, and I'm so happy that, like, so we're constantly just had our seminar um, back from COVID, you know, the Plains Day that we usually do every year on Queen Mary. So we just did it at the Museum of Latin American Art, and I was so excited that um, Hannah Brophy, you guys did work on bingo. But I've seen you guys do work on bingo at several other conferences, and it's always so much fun to see that happen. And it's like, it's a big production, but how much fun, and, and, and 
all for education. Wow. So that's what I'm talking that's about. Cool. Like you guys take it and like really make it into something not only fun but engaging and it's just fun to watch. I really appreciate that. Thank you. I think our goal has always been we want to deliver excellent service, but why not have fun if you can't? Right. The right? process happened in the process. Life yeah. is too short and yeah. this industry will eat you if you let it. Wow. So life, well life, will eat you. <laughs> life will eat you if you let it. So you might as well take a break and yeah. eat some cake on the way. Oh, wow. I love that. We did that at Parma, didn't we? They had the cake guy. They did? Oh, really? Yeah. I can't remember his name right now, but yeah. Oh, like, the, 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 the guy, guy that they made. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Wow. yeah. Well, we're here live at the Elevate Conference in San Diego at the beautiful Mario Marquis. This is an amazing location. Last night we walked to Italian restaurant five minutes away. We had a blast. It was great. Uh, so if you were to say or give somebody some information, try to intrigue them or motivate them to come next year, what, what would you tell them? What should they expect if they come to this conference? Um, I think that you get out of any conference what you're willing to put into it. And I mm. think people looking to be educated on a variety of topics from risk management to workers' compensation to, frankly, leadership and personal professional development. Yeah, yeah. Um, if you're willing to come in and you're willing to talk to people and connect and share your experiences, you're going to get the same back. And that is the magic of Elevate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Amazing. Well, now you heard it. So elevate next year, 2024. You couldn't make it this year, Yvonne. Come next year. That's right. Because I already thought Dwayne were going to be here. So yes, you did. <laughs> I already committed us to he's, next year. He's stuck. We're stuck. We're now. stuck. So. He's stuck with us. San Diego. For sure. Anytime. You know I love San Diego. But one more thing before we go. Um, we've kind of talked about this a lot throughout the day. That you know, we have a really amazing, we have a really we have an amazing. Amazing. We have a really amazing industry. Wow. How many times did it take me? We can edit this. That's good. No, I'm not going to edit it. Okay. Amazing. Yeah. Oh, my real podcast. This is what you get. This is what you get. And it's the end of the day. But if you can see my tag at the bottom, it's WYSIWYG. What you see is what you get. So that's me. It's whatever my line. But where is it going? So. What we some of us have been talking about, so Raphael on our podcast, we talk about this, and you and I have talked about this a little bit, maybe not directly, but we really do have an amazing industry. There's yeah. a lot of really amazing people yeah. in it. Yeah. And when you think about it, so what Raphael and I talked about on our podcast is like, no matter what it is that you do, no matter what your background is, there's a spot for you in the world, space, right? Yeah. And so we've been talking about you know our industry is really kind of sexy so we're bringing sexy back yeah right yeah so where am i going with that so what do you think as managing partner of the san diego uh, firm for hannah brophy what do you think we could do better as far as an industry to attract younger talented professionals and keep them because i think we yeah. do a fair job of getting them in I what think we what we're missing is that we don't retain retention. Yeah. So what can we do different? So uh, Cynthia Seifert, who was on the panel with me, mentioned something that I'm going to just kind of like appropriate here real quick, which is that if you can be your most authentic self and think about what it is that gives you joy, there is a space in workers' compensation in our industry to explore that. You know, So for example, I wanted to be a teacher before I went to law school. It turns out I get into workers' comp. I'm a lawyer and I, I think I'm a pretty good one, but I also do a lot of education. So I get to scratch that teaching oh, wow. without yes. technically being a teacher. If you are into sales and marketing and networking, there's space for that as well. Yeah. If you're just a really good tactician and practitioner, there's room for you to do that. That is good. 
So I think that it's a big industry. There's a lot of different ways that you can explore the things that make you thrive as a human being. And I, I would encourage anybody in the industry not to necessarily look for solutions to be handed to them. Because I think one of the things about workers' comp that I've always loved is you really have the ability to carve your own path. And you just look outside of your immediate experience for opportunities to do those things that you love. There will be a space and there will be people that support that. The key is just to be your most authentic self and have that insight about what it is that brings you Not only do you carve your own path, but you can rewrite your own narrative, right? So I love that. I love that too. Great. And that's been coming up a lot more. So I totally want to be part of that um, process, helping people find their most authentic selves. And what better place to talk about that than here? Because that's one of the things that I picked up on it's so wonderful to see people in their authentic right, self, right. You know, in their skin. Yeah, be yourself. You see more of that here yeah. than I think you do just about anywhere else. Otherwise, you know, yeah. we, you know, we're dressed professionally. Yeah, you know, we were asked if yeah. we wanted to bring a, a stage costume. Uh, yeah. We were like, yeah, not yeah. this time. No. But um, maybe next year. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe next year, right? Never know. You know, you've got the glitter and you guys have the, the glam. Yeah. And um, I think. When I, I got the t-shirt. Ready to rock and roll. <laughs> But I think when you can be your most authentic self, people gravitate towards that energy. And it gives them permission to be their most authentic self. Well, in an earlier episode, I told Yvonne, there's a reason why Dwayne, you know, really selected us and selected us to do this because he knows that we can be ourselves, right? That we can be very personable and connect with our guests and stuff. So I believe that 100%. I do too. And I think you're able to connect with people when you are. I think that's what you're really going to say. It is an absolute superpower. Yeah. And if you can do that, then you can inspire others to do the same. But you know, great stuff, man. Why don't we great do stuff. more of that? Why does it take? Um, I mean, in my case, I'm going to hit a big number in my birthday this year. It's a really big number. But I would say, on the last five years or so, I've been very serious about getting more connected to my authentic self, telling my story. Um, it takes, you know, in some cases, like my story, when I got up and talked about it at Comp Body, it's a personal story and it's not a fun story to tell. So I was very scared. To get up in front of my peers and talk about it, but I'm telling you what, since I did that, everything has changed. Yeah, my yeah. whole career yeah. path has changed. That's yeah. what led to, you know, Rafael Gonzalez was saying to me before that, I had yeah. been a podcast, and I'm like, this wants to listen to me on a podcast, right? But I got up and told my story, and I had a lot of people come and talk to me. So anyway, I'm gonna stop talking about myself. It's all about authenticity, and when you get to do that, yeah. Yeah. It just opens doors. So Absolutely. I want to be intentional about helping people figure that out. Absolutely. Because I think a lot of people have trouble, especially that in this space. Great. We've been yep. told for so many years. It's conservative. Yep. 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 Go think too loud. Yep. Go I, I always say, you know, don't let fear lead your decision making. Uh, Nelson Mandela has a great quote about live by hope, not through fear. Um, and I, I think for people who look at conferences who maybe don't come out to these conferences, there's maybe a perception that, oh, it's a big drunk fest or it's just people partying or looking for an escape from their desk. I would say maybe years ago, that's what some conferences were like. But nowadays, I really feel, especially with COVID, it's more about creating a sense of intimacy. Yeah and creating a smaller scale environment where you can step back from the pressures of your professional decision-making for just a minute and really explore what have we learned and what can we collectively learn from each other. That's great. I agree. And I think if I've learned anything from my daughters who are in their mid twenties, I think that the younger generation has taught, like they're much more comfortable in their own skin and being their authentic selves than, than, you know, we ever were. 
or I'm well, talking about myself because I'm older than you guys. But well, you know, you hit on a big DE and I perspective, and maybe we can talk about this for hours. I know this is a short yeah, podcast yeah. today, but one of the DE and I factors that doesn't get addressed often is generational perspective. Yes. You know, uh, we tend to focus a lot on racial or ethnic diversity and LGBTQIA. Uh, but as far as generational differences, I mean, I I watch a lot of Walking Dead. I think Gen Z definitely survived the apocalypse when it happens. Um, but what I see in a lot of generational uh, gaps is experience yeah. with their knowledge. Yeah. My daughter's 17. She's bright as pet. She understands a lot that she's never actually experienced. Oh. So I talk to her a lot about you can say all the right things, but you don't really know how that wisdom develops yeah, until yeah. you live in. So interesting. we and the older generation wow. need to work together yeah. to support that wisdom with our experience. And that's where I think that magic That's awesome. Right. And I mean, in personal conversation, like you and I have talked about this, we were talking about this at last night. I think one thing that needs to change um, in every industry, not just our industry, is that the older generations need to learn to be okay with letting the younger generation try mm. things and yeah. fail at things. Yep. Because all that's, the energy that we don't have well, to do let them do it. Just because we've always done it a certain way yeah. doesn't mean that's the only way to do it. Right? Correct, correct. And I, it just pains me. You know, Raphael and I talk about this all the time. When we hear it on a podcast, it comes up every single time. We hear story after story. Like, the reason we haven't done it differently is because we're not allowed or we're yeah. told we're not able to do that. So that, I think, is something. Well, I've never, uh, even though I'm a lawyer, I've never really liked following the rules. <laughs> I told you I love you. That resonates. But I, I think the key with allowing the younger generations to go out and explore and try new things or allowing people maybe who are new to the world. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe they've job hopped yeah. from claims table or desk to now they're in risk management. They might not be young, but they're new to this job. Correct. So those with more experience have to allow them to have that space yeah, yeah. to explore and to share new ideas. Absolutely. But also have to work on those relationships so that those younger or newer folks have that tether of trust. Yeah. So they can say, hey, I have this idea. What do you think about it? And then everybody's moving forward in yeah. a more important fashion. I love that. So yeah, I mean, Marty said we've got you know, everybody's great in this industry. We care about each other. Um, we're lifelong friends. Now what we have to do is figure out that generational, how to get that piece solved. And I think we're going to be honest with something really Honestly, really cool. just yeah. spending time together. Yeah. And you guys hosting and facilitating these kinds of conversations is a really great start. Awesome. Well, Brenna, thank you so much. Enjoy. We really could talk for hours. I, I learned so much in just a little little time. Jesus. <laughs> thank you so much. So, so, having you. No, I, I think, I mean, we can keep talking, but, you know, maybe next time. All right. We'll have a follow-up. So, Brenna, thank you. Thank you so much, Brenna. And yeah. um, Dwayne Johnson. Thank you, again. Dwayne. Yeah. And until next time. Until next time. Bye, San Diego. All right. That was great. Yeah. Thank you. Let me take a quick selfie of us. Yeah. Well, time flies when you have a good conversation. <laughs>